All right, so welcome to episode one of Kennedy Conversation, where we will hope to blow your mind. This is your host, Tyler Hutchins. All right, just uh, real quick, let's do a quick rundown. Uh, this is episode one of the podcast. Uh, let's give you a little breakdown how I'm going to try to try to run this. Um, it's mainly going to be me, Tyler Hutchins. Uh, uh, most likely my roommate, Josh, is going to, you know be a guest uh more more often than not um hoping to also have guests on uh, occasionally depending on you know if the situation allows um so what the topics are going to be um it's going to talk about you know whatever happened to me interesting lately you know i got some good stories to tell as uh some of you already know um i have an interesting perspective on on things so i like to share that with the world and with uh, anybody who listens, um, might might dive into some you know news, uh, what's going on in the world. You know, obviously gotta 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 feed the masses. You know, whatever whatever's going on, whatever information people want, give my take and my perspective on it. Um, most likely, always gonna end up talking about sports in some way or fashion, regardless of who's on here or who is not on here. Um, just love sports. Always probably gonna end up talking about basketball, maybe boxing, MMA. You know, those are those are the main things. Not a big baseball or football guy, but definitely expect to hear some uh, some basketball intake on here. Um, gonna have this up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube. You know, find me on Snapchat T12 Hutch, Instagram T12 Hutch, Facebook Tyler Muhammad. Might be creating a new one for this podcast and all that, so so stay tuned. Um, real quick, the reason for the title of the podcast, Kennedy Conversation. One, I think it just sounds pretty cool. Um, two, I'm a, I'm a good fan of uh, John F. Kennedy. He was a pretty interesting guy, uh, pretty good president, interesting president. Um, it's not going to be too, too conspiracy theory. This isn't, this isn't a conspiracy theory podcast, so... Um, I know the name might throw a couple people off, um, but no, it's not a not a conspiracy theory uh, podcast. Um, also, Kennedy was a pretty he had a good idea of what he wanted to have happen for the world. Um, I know one of his most famous quotes actually: "Ask not what you can do, f- uh, your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country." It it's pretty ironic that that's the line from that speech that turned into the you know the popular you know phrase it's known to be now because for a majority of that speech um kennedy was going against you know government and government regulations and big banks and big government you know he was he was for breaking down the banks he was for you know small government local government um but that just goes to show that you know the media can control it. Like he can, he gave a big speech, and most of it was um, giving ideas and um, you know whatever he thought was the right way to run the government. But what they did was take the one snippet, the one soundbite from the entire speech that can be used in the government's favor. Uh, obviously, they knew Kennedy was a likable guy. Um, so people would take what he said to heart. Um, so although he had an entire speech going pretty much against the government, 
and the way things were headed, they took uh, part of what he said and <laughs> made it seem like he's all for the government. You know, don't ask what we can do for you. What are you going to do for the government? Um, so that's just a good example of how the, the media and the government can just twist words and make you think. And it's, it's, it's just a crock of BS, if you ask me. Um, more BS about the government. Uh, I'm, I got to go to the DMV tomorrow. Um, the Colorado DMV, which I was told is a mess. And listen to this. So I just moved here to Denver. Uh, I went to go get my Colorado license. Still have my New York license. Um, shout out to New York, you know, born and raised. Uh, I obviously just moved here, so all I have is my lease. I showed up, you know, with my lease, my ID. I said, hey, I'm here for, you know, to get my Colorado. She goes, okay, do you have two forms of proof of address? I said, you know, no, I, I just moved here. All I have is my my lease. They said, you don't have any bills or anything? I said, no, no, it's going to take like a, you know, a month or two for, you know, the first bill to come in. And she goes, okay, well, what you can do is mail yourself a first-class letter with your name and address on it, and that's proof. Okay. So I'm going to a government office, the DMV, to get a government-issued ID. They want proof of where I live. I go to give them my lease. They say it's not enough. So their response was to pay them money for proof. That's pretty much what mailing a letter is. Mailing a letter, that's a United States post. That's a government, government organization, the United States Post Office, federal government. And they said, in order to get your license, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's 47 cents to mail a letter, $1.95, you know, whatever it is to mail a fucking letter. The fact of the matter is, I was straight up told, like, yeah, 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 we, we'll give you this ID, but, like, pay us first. And then, when you come in, after paying for that proof of address, when you come in, you're going you're gonna to pay us again for some fees to get, get this new license. It's, uh, they're, they're blatantly, in your face, just robbing you and there's nothing you can do about it because they make up the laws too i just had to get that off my chest dmv is ridiculous and for them to ask me for pretty much to go buy a piece of paper from them stating where i live is is just utmost ridiculous but let's move on from that local news uh i don't know if you <laughs> i don't know if any of you heard in the um in the news but a couple days ago a Walmart in Thornton, Colorado, uh, was recently shot up. Uh, a man, for an unknown reasons, just went in, um, shot three people. Oh, I, th I believe all three of them died. I know two died on the scene. Maybe one died in the hospital. Uh, they caught him a couple days later, but he was on the run for a few days. But uh, that Walmart is actually right across the street from me. Um, it's interesting. That day, um, Around 6, 6.30, me and my roommate planned on going down to a show down in Denver. And so we were leaving our apartment complex about 6, 6.30, and there's cops everywhere. I'm like, oh, oh, what the hell? You know, what's going on? I know there's a lot of accidents that happen in Denver. So, you know, we figured just that. And then about, you know, half hour later, I'm getting text messages from, you know, my mom, um, a couple of friends of mine from the East Coast who are asking me, hey, did you hear what happened? Are you all right? And I'm looking at these news articles that they're sending me and the Walmart across the street from my apartment complex got shot up. I just think that, that that's crazy, man. I mean, with so many random, I, I hate to be biased and I hate to say it, all these random shootings, you know, Texas, 
Colorado, Las Vegas, um, you know, Colorado again, Colorado a couple other times. Um, it just doesn't make sense, man. People are people are too much in their feelings, too much in their thoughts, um, especially out here in, in the Midwest, in the middle of the country. Um, I, I come from New York, and, and when you hear that somebody got shot in New York, your your first response, your first thought is, well, I wonder what they did. You know, I wonder what happened. They had problems with somebody. They obviously got somebody mad. Maybe they were in an altercation. Because that's, uh, as much as you don't want to accept it, it happens. But at least there's reasons behind it. Oh, he, somebody in this world thought they deserved it because of something they did. Um, so at least there's a reason behind it. Oh, he had problems with somebody. Uh, that he was just fighting with a violent person. Um you know, he just was talking shit to the wrong person. But out here, these are random attacks. No clear motive. Um, there's n- these people. I mean, whether or not we know these people deserve it at that time, those those people did not do anything to deserve it. I just, I just don't get it, man. I think there needs to be something looked at out here. Um, I, like I said, I might be biased. I might be a little, a little judgmental because I am, I am from the East Coast. I am from New York. But what I've come to find out, living out here, is people are just a little, a little more in touch with themselves, a little more soft, a little more emotional, a little more, you know, they're sensitive. They're real, real sensitive out here. And um, coming from a place that's not, that's heartless like New York, it's just. I'm looking at these people like they're they're babies, man. They're babies, and it's hard to it's hard to adapt to because I expect I have such an expectation of of what people are supposed to do and how people are supposed to act. Uh, I think I'm a pretty good you know observer of human behavior. I think I, I understand how and why people do things to a to a pretty good extent. But that was until I came out here and realized that people are just so emotional. Good example. Um, you know, everybody, especially if you're from a, a, a town or a city or in the state of New York, you have your typical typical store you go to all the time. You know, the corner store, you know, the bodega, something like that. But uh, around here, there's a tobacco tobacco shop that I go to pretty often. I'll talk to those guys, you know, for a good 10, 15 minutes usually when I'm in there. You know, I have time. You know, we chit-chat, you know, talk about some bullshit. But um, the most recent time I was in there, now, I didn't think about this yet. I think these guys are cool, and I'm used to just the normal way people act where I'm from. And we had a brief conversation about a, a female who worked next door at at a store that I was, you know, yeah, we're friends. You know, we we text, we Snapchat, we talk, we we hung out once or twice. You know, uh, that's about it. But all I all I did was use use her in a, as an example for like one or two things about how people out here are different than where I'm from. I said something about oh, how she like hit me up late at night. You know, like four in the morning. At, you know, blah blah blah. And he's having a cool conversation with me. He's saying, oh yeah, you know, me and her text too, whatnot. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Tell me how I get home. About 45 minutes later, I get a text from the girl saying that I was talking junk about her to this dude. Now, I was just blown away because, you know, as a man, as a man, you you know, you have a conversation with somebody that you have uh, an established 
some sort of relationship with. You know, I see this guy pretty often, you know, a couple times a week. We talk, you know, like I said, 10, 15 minutes. You know, we're going on an hour, two hours every every week or two that we're, we're talking. So that's a good amount of time. We know each other, you know, well enough to where if I see you, I know your name. I'm going to recognize you. Say what's up. How you doing? And I don't know. This motherfucker must be in his feelings. He must be be in touch with his feminine size because something I must have said must have got to him to where he had to go and text this chick right away like oh Tyler said this that and the third and delete my number don't text me and then she's coming at me with this and so I, I just told her like I, I don't know what he told you but it sounds like he's just in his emotions and he can't handle himself so she pretty got over it pretty fast but I'm still blown away the fact that like I don't even really know this guy if you to go back to some 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 chick that I barely even know and tell her what I told you, it's just a perfect example of how people are out here. I would never, never expect that from somebody from one of my homies from New York or somebody I met out in New York or anything or even just an East Coast overall vibe person because like, they know better. It's bro code, man. It's bro code. I wasn't talking shit about the girl, but. I was just giving like a, a truthful opinion on certain things that she had did and said to me. So, it's just, I have plenty of examples of how people are, are in their emotions out here. Good good example. All right, I'm, a, I'm also a server, right? I have a couple of jobs. I serve tables as well. But, uh, you, you know, normal, normal thing where I'm from, you know, you say, hey, how you doing? You know, people just respond, good, good, how are you? It's not, I don't really care how you are. I don't give a fuck how you are. I mean, sometimes I do, but for the most part, I'm just saying hello. Hey, how you doing? Uh, there's this girl at my job who more than more than like every couple of times, you know, maybe maybe once a week, once every other week. When you say how how you doing, uh, her response is not good. Like I'm sad. Like I'm sad. Like I I respect the honesty. I respect her just being out there, but like man up. Like man up. If a person at your job just randomly, at, you know, hey, how you doing? You don't. That's not your opportunity to start pouring out your life. It's not your opportunity to start letting people like I know you're sad. I can see it in your face. See it in your face. You ain't wearing no makeup today. This girl ain't wearing no makeup today. Looking real sad. I said, "How you doing?" Just to be nice, and she gonna say, "Not good." I understand you want somebody to talk to, but now's not the time. And at the end of the day, like man up, man up. The the problems that I that these people tell me they're going through are not real problems. She's saying, oh, my, my sister was in the hospital. She's, she was sick. Like, yeah, yeah, people are sick. There's, there's a lot of hospitals in the world. There's a lot of people. They're full. People are dying. Like, I think people just need to, to, to get over themselves, especially out here. Yeah, somebody dies. Something tragic happens. Let that emotion out right there and move on. But, no, people dwell on it out here. They let it, they let it sit. They're sad. They're depressed. They're, they're stuck in their head thinking about things they shouldn't be thinking about. And that's when you get these motherfuckers who are just walking in a Walmart shooting random people because they can't control their thoughts and feelings. That's not a that's not a good path to go down. It's not a good path to go down. And I think we, I think we need to we need to really dive into that. Um, I mean, since I'm on the subject, since I'm on the subject, I also work for the state of Colorado, so I do know a uh, a random amount of weird Colorado statistics. And if you guys don't believe what I'm saying about be, people being soft and too much in their f- feelings and heads, then listen to these stats. These are these are stats. Like I said, I'm a Colorado State employee. I had to learn these. 
Don't know why, but I had to learn these stats. You are 60% more likely to die from suicide in the state of Colorado than homicide. Let me let me say that one more time. Just in case just in case you guys didn't get that clear. Hold on, hold on. 60% more likely to die from suicide than homicide in the state of Colorado. That means every every time you walk outside of your door, your biggest threat to your life is yourself. Is yourself. Colorado, they've even done studies trying to figure out why. Why the suicide rate is so high in Colorado. They've done studies on altitude, weather, the sun, everything. They can't figure it out. I've only been here a couple months and I have it figured out. You guys are soft. Not all of you. Not all of you. But I think a general, a general treatment and way of life and attitude is just soft out here. Good example, I work in the I work in a juvenile detention center. And there's kids in there literally for murder. Kids who caught bodies, people who are breaking in homes, robbing, dealing drugs like killers in there. And they're sitting here telling these motherfucking kids, if you don't start listening, I'm taking away your points. You're going to lose your level. You're going to have to go to bed early. They don't give a fuck. This kid just took a life a week ago, and you're telling him you're going to take away his points? That he's not going to get extra snack? I understand they're kids, and you got to, you know, treat them as so. But at the same time, like, man up. Man up. Give them some real consequences. Give them some real decisions to make. Show them that that's not what life's about. And it'll, it, it'll work out a little better, but no. They, they want to coddle. They want to nurture and love out here and try to fix all the problems. You know, sometimes you can't fix the problems. You got to let the problem fix itself. If things like this is going on, you can't, you can't baby them. You can't sit there and, oh, what's wrong? Let's try it. No, no, you tell them what's wrong. Don't ask them what, what's wrong. Tell them what's going wrong. If they knew what was wrong, they wouldn't be in here. For some reason, at some point, they knew what they were doing and if, uh, there was a part of them who thought it was right for some reason at that time and they're over here coddling nurturing these kids are never gonna learn never but once again it's just the the soft uh nurture love mentality that that's going on out here and I, and I get it i get it uh you know the open space you know the big mountains the different lifestyle people are more laid back it's not you know life's not in your face all time all the time you know you can take a couple minutes to breathe you can take a couple minutes to look back and you know assess your life but at the same time you you got to you have to toughen up man you have to toughen up like i i never really understood you know why you know they always said people come to new york to try to make it and get eaten alive and overwhelmed and they can't handle things um but man once i left once i left new york i really learned that it's a different world out there and that it's a different world out here in colorado in the midwest um i know the west coast is pretty different south is pretty different but i have to say 
biggest difference that I've seen so far in in America. In America, not talking internationally. You know, going from America to different cultures and countries like that. I'm talking about in America. I just have to say, East Coast New York to to Midwest is probably the the biggest difference between like Southern and West Coast, East Coast type type of lifestyles. Um, it's just so laid back here, and uh, I, I'm just not used to it yet. But we're getting there. I'm starting to learn. I'm getting. I'm getting used to how the people are. I'm. I'm getting used to that. Just people are soft. You know, people are sensitive. People can't. I, I've. I've learned that I'm too aggressive for people. Like people aren't used to loud and aggressive and you know, in your face type of personalities. So you know, I come off the wrong way a little bit to certain people when it comes like that. But um, for for the most part, I, I just deal with it. Uh, I don't really care what people people think anymore. I'm going to be the way I'm going to be and either you're going to accept it and adjust and have me as a part of your life or you're going to not accept it and decide that you don't want that to be a part of your life and either way it's fine with me. I mean, I'm still going to be who I am and I'm going to you know love you from the bottom of my heart regardless. I have no hate in my heart. Um I have I have dislike. I have things I'm not fond of, things I don't prefer. But I have no hate in my heart. Um, it's not about love here. You don't get anything from hate. Uh, you don't get anything. Uh, you get stuff from aggression, but you don't get anything from hate. You only get it from love. Um, and you could try that and test that out if you want. Go ahead, be my guest. Um, good luck. So that's just my little little quick tidbit on on my my uh, my outlook on. This Midwest lifestyle and uh, thought process. I think it's a little, little like I said, a little soft. But um, we'll, we'll see how, how things go as time goes on. Um, real quick, I'm going to move on to, to some sports just because I like to bring up some, some things that's, that's in the news. Mainly NBA. Um, Eric Bledsoe. My man Eric Bledsoe traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. They, they, they traded Greg Monroe. Second round, I think that's going to be a good move. Um, Sixers are looking pretty good with uh, Ben Simmons and uh, Joe Allen Bede running the show. Um, NBA is looking pretty good. They gave Carmelo a bullshit flagrant two foul the other day for catching somebody in the jaw with an elbow while he's driving. And it was just, if anything, offensive foul, ball goes the other way. But a flagrant two, now it... They're out to get him now. Like I don't know what Carmelo must have did. I don't know why the league and the the referees decided to make that decision at that time. But uh, totally uncalled for. Totally unfair. I hope he gets rescinded. I hope he doesn't get fined. It was that was utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. I hate, I'm gonna do my best to not curse a lot on this podcast. But when you see some bullshit, you gotta call it bullshit. And that was some bullshit on Carmelo. All right. Um. Cavs are struggling, but they're gonna get there. Don't worry. And um, we're just gonna just gonna leave that real quick. That's, those are quick quick things. I just want to throw out there how good the Sixers are doing. That bullshit on Carmelo. Cavs are struggling, but they'll be all right. And the uh, fact that the Sixers are hmm, real deal and the Eric Bledsoe trade. Um, I'm gonna do my best to have this podcast run about 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Obviously, there's gonna be some days I have more to talk about than others. Um. But, you know, it depends on how active the week is. 
is how uh, how well we'll go. I'm gonna usually try to drop one per one a week at least at a minimum one a week. Uh, and hey, anybody, if you have any comments to say, any questions about anything I say about podcast, please don't hesitate to to contact me. Um, I'm gonna have emails in the bios and all that, or you could just email me at t12hutch at gmail.com. I mean, I don't even care. You guys can call me, text me, 845-798-0137. Do what you got to do. Um, I'm all for it. I'm always connecting with anybody. Uh, anybody who's a friend of mine who is listening to this, you guys know I'm all about all about that connection. I'm all about, you know, doing what I can for my friends with my friends and um, just just meeting new people and uh, just building together, man. It's, there's nothing like meeting new people. There's nothing like... Uh, finding somebody you get along with finding somebody who sees something the same way you see it um because because we're we all see things in uh different perspectives and i i see i walk into a room um i can see one thing a painter walks into a room he can see the old paint he can see that this needs to be touched up you know, uh a plumber walks into a room he can see the, the, the pipes are are older they need to be replaced you know an electrician walks in sees old switches you know it's all about perspective everybody sees the same thing in a different way um so when you find someone who does find see the world or see a specific situation in the same way as you do like that's a connection that you you can't break man you can't break and that's that's why it's hard to 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 find and keep people in your lives like that because you can have the same perspective on 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 something in life and have such different perspectives on other aspects of life that you two don't get along but you still hold on to that connection uh through that one thing that you had with them um and you you never lose that you'll never lose that feeling that knowledge that that's what you connected with that person is and uh I've been having some some trouble with that lately, honestly. Uh, when I connect with somebody, I I want to hold on to that forever, even if it's a, a brief five minute interaction that I have with them out of the store, you know, or at my job or something. It's like I want to hold on to that forever. When those people walk out of your life, you know, it's hard because those memories stay, um, everything stays. So that's why I'm very thankful for all the friends I have. I'm very thankful for all the people who who listen to me, who who appreciate my perspective on life, who, who actually, you know, enjoy the things that I say and the things that I do and the, the way that I interact with them and the things that I do for their entertainment. I, like, I appreciate that also. Anybody who listens, anybody who knows me, who's friends of mine, who's a, who becomes a fan, I don't even want to say fan because I'm not a celebrity. Um, I hope I never am a celebrity. I just want to be known. Um, but anybody who does take the time, you know, to to listen to my thoughts, to listen to my perspective and my ideas, then I, you know, I appreciate it. Like I said, your feedback is always welcome. Um, uh, hope, hope to, hopefully to be doing this a long time. Like I said, it's just uh, episode one. I'm hoping to be one every week. Uh, check me out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, all Kennedy Conversation. Um, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y-C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N. Um, I'm gonna have my Snapchat available, T12 Hutch. Please follow me there. There's a couple, couple good things I'll be putting up every once in a while. Funny stories. Uh, find me on Instagram, T12 Hutch. Um, and once again on Facebook, Tyler uh, Muhammad. <laughs> Figure out how to spell it. I spell it a little different. Um, 
But hopefully next episode we'll have some good good news for you on uh, some information. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe my roommate will join us in. I know we already have a couple episodes recorded, so I might throw a couple of those on. Um, but once again, thank you for your time. This was Tyler Hutchins. This was Kennedy Conversation. And I hope you tune in next time. All right. Over and out. Peace.